This podcast is brought to you by the founders of Chabra's Chai, an authentic and completely sugar-free chai tea company. This series, our theme will be inspiration. You don't have to save the world to be inspiring. And our friends are perfect examples of that, inspiring us every single day by being unapologetically themselves. And we're back, Ruby, Casey and Pratima with the No Added Sugar podcast. Hey Hi. guys. This week on our story to inspire, we have Shayan Awalawa, <laughs> who is the absolute guru of womanhood. Am I right? The yeah. queen of living her best <laughs> life. <laughs> Maximizing. I'm laughing, but you probably can't hear me because I'm trying to stay <laughs> But honestly, we we needed to get Shayan on this podcast because you just are radiating positivity, mm-hmm. female empowerment. Mm-hmm. We need to talk to you and everyone needs to hear your story. So please introduce yourself. Take it away. Wow, that was such a big introduction. I don't know if I can top it with my <laughs> simple story. But oh, hi, everyone. It's so nice to, to be here and meet you guys. I think what you're doing is amazing. So Thank I'm Shayan. I'm 26. I've been living in London now for probably about 11 years, which is a bit crazy because I feel like I still don't really live here somewhat. Um, I guess I've always been a girly girl. Like when I was younger, it was like people thought I was so extra. I always organized like sleepovers with my friends. I would write them these cute little like love notes. Aww. and just hostess. I was just such a hostess like girl. All the supportive friends um, we all needed. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, and then as I grew up, I realized that like it, it was something I needed to be a bit more intentional about because I just carried this like atmosphere of positivity, womanhood, like community, which in this day and age is something that I found is really, really lacking. Mm. Um, Especially in London as well. Exactly. It's like so many people, but yet you can be so distant. Exactly. Mm. Like the big aha moment for me was when I started working at Goldman and a lot of my friends had actually moved back to either Nigeria or to the States. So I was pretty much sort of alone. Mm. So I started going to this new church. I met a couple of people. And I, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it upon myself to actually host people in my house as often as I can. Oh, yes. And I literally yeah. said to people, I was like, you, I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be friends with you. I think you're amazing. People were kind of like, chill. <laughs> but you know what? You put it out there and you kind of see where it goes. And so from there, I ended up building this amazing community of women in London. Mm-hmm. We do so much stuff together. Everyone's either working, has their own business. But we just all love and support each other daily. And it's not like a closed community or anything. People are always kind of hanging out with us as and when. It's not even formal. Mm-hmm. I just think it's just like my daily life these yeah. days, to be honest. And then from there, just so much has happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't <laughs> really even know. Yeah, where I guess on a more boring on front. So what's, tell us more about all of this stuff that's happened. Like moving into your sort of some of my initiatives yeah okay so I guess the thing that's that I do that's pretty much focused on womanhood is a conversation about womanhood or a core and that was really born out of a moment that I like to call take your broken heart and turn it into art Um, hashtag (laughs) (laughs) I had I was having a really tough time at work in terms of people I also had had a massive falling out with a couple of friends and I was like I'm really lacking like good like female energy mm. on a consistent basis in my life. And also I felt like, you know, I always, I call my dinner table like the therapy room. Like every time I have people over to dinner, I don't know what happens. We just start talking about such deep topics. Mm. And I was like, I think I need to like create a community for people to like come to and for us to actually formalize this. And so like typical me, I had the idea like, and in like two weeks, we had the first one. I was like, okay, I'm going to ask this person, this person, and this person to join the team. This is where it's going to be. It's going to be 25 people, three words, and we're going to talk about these words. And then the words were love, ambition, and I think the last one was like power or something. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea was to like talk about concepts and thoughts that concern women, but that we probably don't really discuss together as a group. So I invited like people I knew were kind of pioneering in those areas, like a friend of mine who literally just has the biggest, warmest heart and writes the most beautiful poetry. So she spoke about love. And it wasn't even like about love in terms of a relationship. It was just about the concept of love. And we ended up talking about loving yourself. And so it's it's a really soft environment. Like I'm very particular about the colors, the music, Mm. making sure that everyone feels like, this was created just for them in terms of having like yeah. a person, your name tag and things like that. Little details that seem really silly, but actually when you put it all together, really creates this community. 
And so we had the first one last February. Actually, it's just been over a year now. Happy and birthday. then we've had thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've had different ones ever since. And it's just grown and grown and grown. And it's to the point now where like I have to find a bigger venue because we just have so many people interested. Mm. The team has grown. We've spoken about many different things. Like the last time we spoke about loss. So I recently lost my mother-in-law, actually just before my wedding. And mm. um, we had to reschedule the wedding and all of that. She battled cancer. She was such an incredible woman and actually really encouraged me on the journey of doing all of this. But she passed away. And then a friend of mine lost her dad like a few days before his birthday. Oh, and I was like, well, okay, we need to have a conversation about right. loss. Yeah. So we spoke about loss and it was just incredibly emotional, empowering. It was also kind of healing for me as well yeah. because I'd never really told the story in as much detail as I did that day. And I guess it was quite nice for people to feel like, because there were some people in, in the, in, at the, on the day who had lost people ages ago, yeah. but I'd never really gone through like, okay, what do I do when I've lost someone? What's the emotional trauma of that? Do I do therapy? Do I not do therapy? Do I take time off work? Do I not take time off work? Just talking about things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, also, we also spoke about um, grace in terms of the grace of God. What does that mean in your life? Mm-hmm. And then um, we spoke about heartbreak which, you know, for women is a huge topic. Yeah. And for that, I knew that it wouldn't be the kind of thing where, like, people would be so forthcoming with, like, saying their story. <laughs> so it was, like, a letter to my younger self sort of segment. Oh, that's a good idea. Where, like, you know, I have some friends in my community as well. I know their story, obviously, so I knew why I had chosen them. But they ended up reading letters to themselves, like, at a point where they were heartbroken. And in the room, you could just feel, like, there was silence and then there were so many tears, you know? So it was great. And, you know, the feedback is always, when is the next one? We should have this more often. Mm. It's just such a comfortable environment. And I always say to my team, I'm like, you guys have to realize that what we're doing is actually quite radical. Mm. You're paying to be in a room and talk about your feelings. Yeah. It doesn't really... It's, it's a not, really, it's like... Not, it's not therapy. It's like, yeah, it's like therapy. safe space. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a safe space mm. where you can really just connect with people. Mm. And friendships have grown out of it. I love it when I see people, like, catching up because I always encourage people to stay in touch. You've experienced something quite unique. Yeah. You need to kind of pay it forward and make sure that you keep that conversation going. Yeah. So that's a core. It's literally, like, my heartbeat. I love it so much because I'm also gaining from the community mm. i'm learning i'm growing i feel loved like yeah. it's just it's a very beautiful thing that kind of just happened but now i'm trying to be a lot more intentional about it go to different cities and see wow, okay. see where it's we can expanding. go because mm. it seems like it's been quite organic like it, it started off as like a community that you was just there when you needed it and now mm-hmm. it's become like it's self-evolving yeah thing. and i think in these th- this day and age like where entrepreneurship is going and where the world is going everything has been done mm. you know i think one thing that i hope everyone who listens to this takes away is things that come naturally to you that you think you're just doing those are the things to spend your time and energy trying to build and make commercial because that's what's unique you know yes maybe there might be someone else who makes another iphone that's more amazing than the one we've already got but we've already got it right Mm. so and also people are more kind of concerned now about less tangible things like your mental health like your spiritual well-being etc that's where we're channeling towards because we're so exhausted we're so exhausted (laughs) and we're so disconnected and you know there's a need to be a bit more human about things So I always encourage people, build a community around whatever, which is why I think it's so great what you're doing. Yes, you've got your tea business, but actually you're doing something really (laughs) clever with this podcast, which is needed. Mm. So yeah, I think I've gone in a bit of a preachy tone now. So love it. (laughs) One thing you, um, kind of one of your sessions was focused around vulnerability and and kind of not seeing that as a weakness and and balancing that with confidence. I found that really interesting because I hadn't really thought about Mm. allowing yourself to be vulnerable in that way yeah would you mind kind of explaining that a bit more for yeah sure i think the the, one of the reasons why i did want to have this conversation about womanhood as an event Mm -hmm. was because something that a lot of my friends have said about me and people who know me say a lot is that i tend to share a lot i'm very open very vulnerable um even with really difficult things and I've never seen it as a weakness. I've never seen it as something that I should shy away from. Actually, I think because I am vulnerable, I tend to connect with people a lot more. People trust and generally people, yeah. people trust you and you just feel more confident. You feel like, okay, people people get me. And yeah. one of the biggest diseases of our generation is feeling misunderstood and lonely. Right. So the tagline for ACAW is actually vulnerability is power. Wow. Okay. You know, it is power. Like to me, vulnerability and confidence, they're not mutually exclusive. Mm. Actually, they're one and the same. 
you know, people that do TED Talks and talk about their life stories, you perceive them as confident and inspirational. If they were hiding behind a mask or trying to pretend to be someone they were not, it just would not resonate, you yeah. know. As humans, we can smell a lie, like, <laughs> like, like you know, you know what I mean. So vulnerability is absolutely critical to everything we do, which is why the questions are usually quite tough at yeah. ACW, and it really forces you to kind of reflect and yeah. think about think about yourself. You're like, oh, we were talking about friendship at one point, and people were, you know, talking about how oh, I don't have any friends in London. I feel really lonely, and I'm. They were like, oh, how do you? What do you do in your friendships? I'm like. I just am the kind of friend that I want to have. Yeah, yeah. Have you thought about what you're giving rather than what you're getting? This is what I mean. I feel like the things that you're talking about, like the elements that you focus on in your talks, you, they're just naturally things that happen in your life, but you never actually take the time to think about them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, whoa, I've never thought about that before. Exactly. One of my friends always says, life, life is really easy, but it's not simple. Mm. Or really simple, but not easy. Whichever way you want to take it. The things right in front of your face, like your friendships, you would never think, let me be intentional with my friendships until you have a problem and you have to rectify it yeah. and you have to think, hold on, what could I have done differently? So I, I'm, I was encouraging people, I'm like, what kind of friend do you want to have? Why don't you be that kind of friend? And then take it from there. And I, I could see like, light bulbs like coming on like oh (laughs) yeah like maybe I shouldn't just be waiting for someone to do something nice for me let me proactively like demonstrate the kind of behavior that I wish that I had and that just kind of starts a whole different kind of way of forming relationships so that's just an example of you know would you say there's a tangible thing about womanhood or like a feature that you would say defines womanhood like what does it mean for you for me it's all about community and I tested this so just before so a couple of Sundays ago Michelle Obama was in London did you yes. guys go no, no I was there you went. Oh I was God. there I will tickets? not miss my girl Michelle <laughs> well, <laughs> how did you actually get tickets I, I stayed in the, in the queue I literally oh, okay. was military was, I, got, I actually got two out? tickets and then I gave one to one of my friends yeah, wow. but then you could you could get them like secondhand, but obviously it's a bit more expensive like at that point. Pounds. Exactly, it wasn't gonna work. <laughs> oh my god, but, um, you're one of the the few. <laughs> but the place was packed. There was so many. I, oh, I saw so I'm many so people I knew as well. It was honestly the most incredible evening. Mm. And one thing she did say was that yes, it's great to be married and have you know an amazing relationship with your husband. It's even amazing to have kids, mm. but something that is so unique to women is the way that we connect to one another mm. in community. For me, that's what it's all about. If you think about, if you have sisters, moms, whatever, it's different when you're all together. There's just an energy that's there. And um, she said for her, that's what's actually kept her going. Through being first lady, et cetera. Because her husband has such a busy job. Mm -hmm. Her kids are here, there and everywhere. She actually took time out. And I, I, correct me, you need to check whether this is true or not. But like every six months to go away to a cabin with her closest girlfriends while she was first lady. And it was kind of like their recharge weekend. Yeah. Girls trip. I think it's amazing. Exactly. Everyone needs a girls trip once yeah. in a while. Or even just a girls gathering. Yeah. yeah. You know, because then you can talk about things that concern you. And women, we love to chat. Come on, who doesn't oh, like definitely. a good chat yeah. over a cup of tea yeah. or a glass of wine? Yeah. In my a cup case. Of chai. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So community for me is what is unique to yeah. women. And the way that we perform it is very different to I any think other. Friendships group. are actually really powerful. Like I, yeah. you kind of forget it because you're like oh yeah I have my friends but it's like no but how integral are they to your life like who are the people that you tell like you can't tell your partner everything or you don't tell your or at least not in the same same way way, so I'm really close to my husband like Mm -hmm. I tell him pretty much most things which some say is not really good but that genuinely is my best friend but my girlfriends they support me in a completely completely different way I I, I mean I don't want to judge but I think I've People have always said that they're wary about girls like since we've been growing up yeah. who don't have any girlfriends. It's yeah. sort of like, what? I'm yeah. confused. But yeah. who do you like? Who do you talk uh, to? Yeah, because yeah. like, your, your friends who your girlfriends who are like your such close girlfriends, they're like your <laughs> sisters, and that's like people that you, you your biggest fans. Yeah, like yeah. like they'll you'll be excited of everything. Yeah, but whereas like you don't. Sometimes it's like. And your most honest critics yeah, as well. Exactly. And you need that. Exactly. Um, Truth with love is what I say. Literally. Look, we take it for granted, but some people actually don't have this. Yeah. The biggest compliment from me and my last ACW event, a friend of mine that I had at university, 
we were quite good friends, but we, we became very close when she moved to London. And she was one of the people actually reading out a letter to her younger self. Uh, Hi, Joanne, I know you'll probably listen to this. <laughs> but she, um, in her letter to her younger self, was talking about heartbreak. Mm. And she was talking about it in the context of female friendships. And she was thanking the community for, and saying, thank you for helping me believe in, oh, I'm getting teared. I'm just thinking about yeah. it. Thank oh. you for helping me believe in female friendships again. Yeah. I didn't ever think of heartbreak in terms of female friendship. Like, mm-hmm. when you said heartbreak, I immediately thought of, like, relationships yeah. breaking yeah. up. Yeah. But I guess it is really emotional when, like, if you lose a friend and... Or if there's a massive betrayal, yeah. usually because of guys, you yeah. know how we are. But those things, I think, can hurt you mm. more so than a male relationship. Because if you're straight and you want to, like, you know, you will eventually try again, yeah. right? But there's no, there's no incentive to try again if a woman hurts you. Yeah. you just kind of shut it down. You're like, I don't need them. Yeah. I'll be cordial, but I won't go there. I won't yeah. have a deep, form a deep connection again. Because if this is an error, then I can avoid heartbreak. I'll just do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the barriers go. And especially if you exactly. know that friendship has ended, like what you've done is so deep that I don't think yeah. you would go back there again. In exactly. the same way, like if a guy betrayed you, you wouldn't, you'd be like, I don't want to go back there again. Exactly. But, yeah, you never think of heart. I, well, I didn't think of heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of it that way, but it actually is. Like, it hurts. You know, but sometimes you think about you know friends you may have lost on the on as growing up, and yeah. it's like that's actually really sad. Yeah, and you you don't kind of get over it. Whereas with a, mm-hmm. a guy, you can kind of be oh that was nice times, and that was yeah, him. That was yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. Guy, it's always like exactly. oh, yeah. exactly. you don't want to be like that with your like close it's friends. Completely no. different dynamic. Exactly. You just yeah, I've never thought about it in that way. And also, I guess kind of looking back at the other side why friendships don't kind of work out and Mm. and kind of an issue that why your group is so important is kind of within womanhood and within coming together there can also be jealousy or competitiveness Mm -hmm. um which i think is kind of rife and we've spoken about it before about this ability to kind of act like you're helping everyone but actually it's kind of very selfish and and maybe you're not as genuine genuine as yeah. as you can you can be yeah um have you touched on anything like this before and kind of i mean generally my friends and i are always discussing this mm-hmm. so we're all super like i would say we're all quite successful in mm-hmm. what we do and everyone is like a social media influencer mm-hmm. or trying to be mm-hmm. everyone has a product that they're working on or a group that they're pushing and we all kind of work simi- like in similar backgrounds yeah. and similar circles um so what I personally do, it's very easy to compare yourself and mm. be jealous, but I genuinely believe that there's space for everybody. Yeah. I really, really think that no one can do what I do like me mm. and vice versa, right? There's space for everyone. So I think rather than thinking about jealousy in terms of dealing with it, mm. think about yourself. If you're confident and you know your identity and you're sure in who you are, you're, you're free to celebrate someone else. And if I ever see jealousy like creeping up, I just celebrate the person even more. Yeah. You just do what's counterintuitive. <laughs> mm. Genuinely. And eventually you'll kind of, the rest of you kind you'll of catch learn on. It, yeah. Yeah. You know, your feelings are not the truth. They're just a feeling. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> take Jealousy, it till you make it. Take it till you make it. Like it's, it's, your feelings are not the truth. It's mm. just a feeling. Mm. You have a choice. Yeah. Am I going to act on this feeling or am I not going to act on it? And I think over time, the less you do, the better you will be. Yeah. And also, if you have a g- good group of friends who support what you do, yeah. let them have their go yeah. and support what they do. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there is space for everybody mm. like i am the first one if my friend has a new dress that she's selling mm. to post it on my instagram yeah. and encourage people to buy it or i'll buy it and i'll wear it yeah. like it's not it's not taking anything away from me if anything i think it's actually adding a lot of value yeah it, like it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt it, doesn't hurt. it does not hurt you're not going to be worse off no by them being better and i think exactly. people do and do you know that, that you can actually also discuss it yeah mm. <laughs> babe so i'm friends. so jealous <laughs> you are killing it <laughs> i'm struggling and then it becomes funny, funny yeah. yeah and then you're like oh you I don't have to like yeah, sit there and think star, about this. Yeah. It goes back to this thing about vulnerability. Mm. And it's also like those feelings are n- such negative feelings or they're just kind of make you feel down. I guess yeah. like t- twisting it in the way you've described will just make you feel lighter. Better. Light. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Relieved. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, a lot of your group you've spoken about empowering women, bringing mm. together friendship. Mm. Um, what what is What is it about the conversation why is it so important to talk about empowering women and mm. um, bringing people together what is it, why is that important to you 
So I'm I study politics at uni, so I'm very, oh, very same very, sister. <laughs> People are saying, oh politics. It's like, no, you politics is life. Yeah. Well, as you can see from everything that's been happening in the world recently. Right. But I remember when um Trump got elected president of the United States. So I was a massive, massive Hillary Clinton fan. Mm. I wasn't sure she was the perfect candidate, mm. but I did I was very excited about her being the mm. first female president. To the point that eight years before, when it was between her and Barack Obama, you would think, oh my God, I would Barack. I was not a fan mm. of Obama at all. I was like, it's so sad that they're willing to go for a very inexperienced first term senator because the thought of having a woman is so bad yeah i actually cried i was so devastated because mm. i thought she was great very well qualified etc so fast forward to eight years on she's finally got her shorts mm. she's running for president it's amazing polls are looking great i organized a hillary clinton for president party any excuse you know the katie perry song which was her theme song i was listening to it i was getting so emotional getting i had my chicken wings i was ready to stay up all night <laughs> And then the first indication that she wasn't going to win in Florida, I was oh like, God. what? <laughs> and I then it just went me. all the way down yeah. from there. Oh, God. I was so really sad. I went back to work. It was a dark day. It was a dark, Actually, it was a dark, dark week. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the good thing about that is it's woken everyone up to think about feminism in a very different way. Mm. So there's been a lot of protests. People are speaking up. Me too, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is why this conversation is important. Everyone is going to take a different spin on it. I'm not, I don't believe in like raging feminism, which is like man bashing, mm. because I think for the conversation to progress, both sexes need to be in it. Feminism is more about equal opportunity for all rather than women dominating men or the other way around. Mm. Um, so there's a clarification to be made to, to state that. But it's very important for people to realize their agency. Mm. More women are running, running for office now. More women are speaking up because they've seen what the opposite looks like and they're like, Hell not no. in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet and it was You know like, what I mean? Trump getting elected was the best thing that could have happened to black people and women because it's like, now you're awake. Now you know what the reality is like in this exactly. country. Before it was like, oh, Barack's president. So everything, like, race is an issue, but not that not much, of, that an much of an issue. Not that much of an issue if this yeah. is what, yeah. Patriarchy is an issue, but not that much of an issue. But now he's got elected. It's like, no, this is what our truth is. And wow. we need to talk that about it. needed it. that yeah. to wake everyone yeah. up. Exactly. It's sad, but so I think sad. sometimes... You need that shock yeah. as human beings actually do something different. And I don't think what Obama did was kind of lost. I think he actually did do a lot of good work. Mm. And just because Trump was elected doesn't mean... It just meant that people got lazy. Yeah. They became apathetic. They were sure that things would be yeah. okay, so they didn't vote. Well, now things are not okay, so what are you actually going to do? Mm. So for me, my conversation is more around people understanding their own agency as individuals, understanding that you are powerful as a human being, as a woman, you're definitely valuable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we try to keep the conversation for people like at a much younger, impressionable stage of femininity, which is like in your late teens, early 20s, don't know what you're doing career-wise, confused mm -hmm. about what your future looks like. <laughs> Me too. I always say like, I'm still, I'm still on the journey to figuring out what all of this is. But that's the point where your identity is so right. critical to be mm -hmm. sure. You know, you need to have good role models. You need to know who you are and be clear at least about your values before yeah. you make any decision about what you want to commit your life mm -hmm. to. So it's really, really important because women who know who they are will change their world, honestly. Yeah. And you mentioned about like the raging feminists. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that they've sort of hijacked the feminist debate? Do you think, no like arguments about you shouldn't shave, you should shave, or like yeah. who's paying on day? Yeah, yeah. On I think all of that is a big distraction yeah. in my view. I mean, who's paying on their days? Are you kidding? Mm. Who cares? Yes. <laughs> like Please. you can't also though you can't eat your cake and have it too. Mm. Like I have some I know some people who are like, I'm not paying for any dates. I, I want my my guys like open the door for me, pay for all my meals. It's like babe. You want that, you want that, but then you also want to be paid equally to a man. Yeah. How is he gonna? So if you're pay, if you're paid the same, mm. it doesn't make sense doesn't for him to pay. Yeah. So just yeah. also being kind of logical. Yeah. Yeah, but contrary. what it does is it brings all of your views and even your own thoughts mm. to the surface, and you yeah. have to confront them. Mm. Yeah. So for me, being in a relationship, dating for as many years as we did, whatever, all of these things came up. Mm. It's like, do I? Is it really my expectation that? 
you yeah. pay for all of our dates. Actually, that's not that's not even in line with my what I claim yeah. to believe. Yeah. yeah, you know. So I think sometimes we have to stay away from. Who cares if you shave or you don't shave? Yeah. We're talking about bigger issues There's like bigger women being fry, exactly right. like women making up more sort of CEOs in the world. Mm. Things that actually make a difference. Exactly. Who knows what? I don't know whether you guys shave or not. You know, I don't, <laughs> to be honest, I don't really care. And I don't that's care. not moving. Yeah. It's not moving the conversation forward mm. in any way, shape, or form. It's Saying that petty. though, very petty. I was watching um, an interview between Chimamanda Adichie, who's like love an her. amazing voice in, in feminism, <laughs> with um, Trevor Noah on the oh, Late I love Night him Show. Too. <laughs> was it on the Daily Show? Yeah, yeah it was. I it love was. That show. <laughs> it was. And she was talking about um, Hillary Clinton's like um, Twitter profile and how yeah. the first thing it said was, you know, wife, mother, before any of her other achievements, and how like other men who are in politics, it says nothing about them being yeah. a husband or anything like that, for, like as, a, for, as the first point of like identifying them. And I think that's really important. I think sometimes if you go to the extreme, you know, we can think, oh, I'm, I want to describe myself as a wife, as a mother, because it's so much more relatable. And it's appealing. To, it, who, it makes you more acceptable. Exactly. Like, I'm motherly, I'm exactly. a wife. Exactly. And even feminists do that. Hillary yeah. Clinton, hello, she did that as well. I think we have to think about that because it's very important. I think she yeah. consciously does it though. She does because she, she wants to, get, to be relatable. Yeah. But who says you're not? You're probably more relatable because there's a massive generation of women who think they can actually achieve that yeah. position. They're looking up to Why you. Why do you need to describe yourself as a wife and a mother? It's they're amazing achievements, but given everything else you've done, is that really like That's all not you your can biggest say? Achievement, it's not yeah. your biggest achievement. Your biggest achievement is being a human being yeah. who is putting themselves. In a position to You're lead the free world. The You're running for president. Of the States. You know, Back so I, I think it's good to balance like all of those thoughts. I said I'm very feminine. I love my husband. I love to do things. I'm very domestic. I love mm. to cook. Not necessarily for him, but I just love to cook. Yeah. Mm. You know, if I didn't like to cook, well, tough. you can cook. You know, exactly. <laughs> so it, I think we should not like distract ourselves from what really matters mm. by focusing on these petty issues. The stereotypes. Uh, Forget it. We actually were speaking about this earlier, like sometimes the stereotypes of being a female, that's what's brought about in the toxic femin femininity. <laughs> femininity, yeah. where yeah. women like dwell on these stereotypes and then they like play yeah. them up. And it's yeah. just like, no, no, you're literally pushing back everything that we're trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. You should be able to show up. And what that does is it actually chips away at your femininity right. mm. yeah. and brings you back to the beginning where it's like, does it really mean that to be successful, you have to be masculine? Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. In 10 years, I hope that I am a CEO of a company yeah. in my amazing Chanel suit with my pearls <laughs> and heels to me die too, for. Bitch. I'm not, not going to wear a pantsuit. Like, it's just not me. I have no problem with people who do that. But let me do me as yeah. me. And that's why it comes back to, like, your identity. Mm. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't be willing to change anything about who you are just to be successful. Yeah. That's not moving the movement forward in any way, shape, mm. or form. Just and do you. Yeah. Do you. And I think that's what that the idea of toxic femininity is kind of all about this yeah. whole like you you as Rube said you have these stereotypes you have these ideals of motherliness empathy yeah um being weak and vulnerable and kind yeah. of using them as like ways to obtain some kind of privilege but exactly. it doesn't need to be as you were saying vulnerability is okay yeah it doesn't need to be this i'm weak or exactly by the way vulnerable men are very attractive yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no honestly like honestly it, 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 it's not yeah, just a I know feminine mean, yeah. trait which is what i'm always trying to explain mm. obviously there we need the conversation a bit more we're also more prone to it mm. so my husband actually also has like a bit of like a connect group that he runs with his guys mm. with i don't know what they do but they don't do it in the way that we do they don't need social media they don't want to take it all over the world yeah they're happy to just <laughs> have their little guy group and you know do it organically and their issues yeah. are different but it's the, exactly their issues are different but it's genuinely from the same place of like let's have an open conversation mm. that's all that needs to be had that's it but then I guess at the other end so you said like there's these little things that we shouldn't dwell on yeah are there things that unite us all are there like big overarching feminist topics that all because obviously not all feminism looks the same yeah so do you think there are big overarching topics that unites all feminists I think the general thing is equality for all. Yeah. If we, if we, it doesn't matter if you're like, you know, white, black, whatever. If the conversation is always about pushing forward superior, superiority for women, 
it's a losing battle. Mm. It's about equality for all. That's why you see a lot of like coalitions and you know collaborations between different minority groups. Mm. If they, if we didn't have something in common, there would be no need for that. Yeah. Women, black people, even in companies when they're mm. doing stats on like diversity, they literally classify LGBT women <laughs> and black people <laughs> as diverse yeah. groups. <laughs> and it's and it's because these are the particular groups where the whole concept of equality is not quite there yet. So I think the idea of equality for all really unites all of us. When you come down to groups like mine, you know, black women, it's more about representation. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to, you know, make sure that women are paid and they get to like high levels as CEOs, etc. It's another thing to not have any woman from a particular group even at the table, yeah, yeah. you know? So it comes to things like representation, which then boils down to social e economic backgrounds and mm. like, okay, why is it that in this particular school, kids are not going to this particular university, which means they can get this kind of job? Yeah. Why is it that mo a lot of black people are in a worse off position? So you get into those nuances, mm. but the uniting factor is definitely this idea of equality for all. Mm. But so, no, we both are. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, do you think that women that consider themselves as feminists can't be feminists if they don't understand, like, especially, like, white women, if they don't yeah. understand, like, their white privilege and what and what racism Underlying is. Underlying themes. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that if they're not quite clued up with that, then they can't really be a feminist? Because obviously being a feminist is, as you said, equality for all, yeah. I think being a feminist is a privilege. I think a lot of people just think, oh, I'm pro-women, so I'm a feminist. No, you have to educate yourself yeah. on exactly what you're saying. Because if you don't, it brings up some of the things we discussed earlier about, I'm not shaving, I'm burning my bra. You've missed the point. Yeah, that's you missed the point. Check the dictionary. What is the definition of feminism? <laughs> it's about equality for all. So if you, don't, if you don't understand that, I don't think you should call yourself a feminist. Just say, I'm, you know, pro my own group and that's what I'm <laughs> No, it's true. It's true. Just say, I'm, I'm move, pushing, bashing on with my own group's, you know, aims. That's everyone that's else. That's so silly. You know, feminism is for everyone. Yeah. Which is why it's not just women who need to be feminist. Men need to be feminist too. Barack Obama is one of the most amazing feminists you'll, he you'll hear from. Yeah. And it's about his life, not just about what, his, what he says. How he lives his life demonstrates that he's a feminist. I would prefer having a conversation with someone like him than someone who's just Ignorant. not really getting it. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think we need to be very... It's a privilege to understand feminism yeah. and to be on that journey. It's not just for everybody. Yeah. And I do think because of that, because people are kind of confusing feminism and it's kind of misunderstood, there ha it has brought about segments of feminism oh where... Yeah. Which is I think is important because, as Pratt said, not all feminism does it the same. Yeah. Um, obviously... It, it'd be unrealistic to think that everyone would be like feminism is for all like it is and it yeah. should be yeah. but unfortunately feminism in different places looks different mm. and i'll give you an example so my husband he i said to him i was like oh are you a feminist he was like i'm absolutely not a feminist no 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 <laughs> i was like okay um so do you think myself and my colleague doing the same job should be paid the same he's like absolutely in fact you should be paid more because you work so much harder mm. i was like okay so you would are. you want me to be <laughs> the ceo of the company one he's like absolutely you've got what it takes why should it matter if you have kids why should it matter if you have boobs i'm like well <laughs> darling you may or may not know, but you're yeah, actually a feminist, right? <laughs> it's, but the term is so off-putting because mm. of what it means. Mm. And I think we really need to work hard to like get everybody on the same page and really understand what it is we're talking about. The issues versus the I think it's slogan. the word itself. Like yeah. It has connotations and it sounds like feminist has to do with femininity. Yeah. But it, it's not. It should be called like equalist or something. Yeah. It, it, exactly. so it does right. have to do with femininity because that's the group that's not equal. Yeah. There's no point calling it masculinism. There's yeah. no problem on that side. Yeah. The problem is with women. So you name, you give it the right name. And I think feminism is the right name because it's like, okay, so that's the problem group. But it's not exclusive. It doesn't yeah. mean only women can move it forward. Yeah. Both sexes need to be equally, equally as involved. Yeah. But that requires... A lot of conversation. Yeah. I think we need to break down the blocks that are kind of what what feminism used to be because yeah. I do feel like when I speak to people and I, they say, "Oh, I'm not a feminist," and I'm like, "But you are," because if I as your as what happened with your husband, it's like, "But if I tell you all these things, you'll be like, yes." But exactly. the word has become scary to people. Yeah. Like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah because not... of the stupid weird connotations like yeah. hairy armpits. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it's like, no, weird. No, yeah, no, exactly. But actually. You do want equality. It's you do equality. want to be the same. You, yeah. do want, yeah. you do want women in more influential places. You do yeah. want a women because to progress. Because it's good for, guess what, everybody. Yeah. There's been studies done by the World Bank, etc., that shows that like 
women who work and make money, they have more of an impact than mm. men because women actually invest a lot of their income in their children and the community. That's true. In a way that men don't. Yeah. So everybody benefits because mm. women, guess what? They don't only have girls. You know, the men, <laughs> they come from somewhere as well. So it helps everybody. Mm. But then you do know? you think this is like a Western concept of feminism? Because mm. just from like articles I've read and stuff, their mm. version of feminism looks different to what we think so like you said like we want to get to ceo positions yeah we earn more but yeah maybe in other countries that's not they just want to earn let's start from yeah there. or like yeah their, their goal might be like to drive cars without yeah. male yeah. accompaniment or there are different goals on their version of feminism yeah i completely so, agree so my charity that i started in um i think it was 2013 mm. um i had seen girl rising the cnn documentary about oh, i haven't seen that Oh, you should see it. It's amazing. It's a story of like, I think about six girls and how hard they worked just to go to school, you know, and it covers different countries, etc. So I watched it and I was like, oh my God, I need to do something about this in Nigeria. I need to find out about low income background girls and communities that don't have access to education. So I screened the movie in Lagos and it got so much like positive feedback, etc. to the point where we started a charity so we could continue the work. And we've got now three girls that we sponsor. So we do like mentorship. So we mentor them. We also organize like summer schools for them in their particular skills, but we also pay their fees. Mm -hmm. And one of them is probably like the first one to go to school to this level in her family. And what she did was in her summer school, she goes to like this girls coding program and she coded a website where wow. the local fishermen could sell their fish outside of their community. Wow. That is the biggest example of feminism in action that I can think of because this is a young girl going to school, you know, has big, big dreams. She wants to go to Harvard. She is incredible. This is someone who comes from a shanty town basically. Mm -hmm. And she coded this website so that everybody in her community, community could sell their fish and not be ripped off by big companies coming and buying it. That's they amazing. Making it, making it direct market access. Mm. We didn't teach her that. Her, feminine, her thoughts was not, oh, I want to earn more. Hers just, I just want to go to school and help my community. But the principle is still the same. Empowering girls with education. Mm. That's always the beginning. And just whatever it is that you want to do. That wasn't a dream that we taught her. It was something that she already obviously was thinking of mm. but we just gave her the tools through education and training to do that mm. so it's still the same i still need education and training to take my career to the next level the same way she did what it may look like for me will be different but ultimately it's about empowerment and giving people the opportunity yeah it just shows that like she, everyone has the not the intelligence but everyone has like that capacity but it's just like Making it yeah. it's giving yeah. an equal opportunity. It's yeah. that equalism point. She, like, she just didn't have the opportunity. She didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't even know that there was technology mm. that could solve this problem yeah. that they'd had for years and years and years and years. Yeah. And then similarly, given the right tools, you will be CEO. Give yeah. it, given X person, they'll do this. It yeah. X person do this. Or if that is what they you want, what to you do. want to do. Yeah. And like that goes back to what we were saying earlier about. You were saying, Pratt, about that oppression looks different in different yeah. places. Yeah. Like, giving someone the tools, like, for example, with the hijab. Yeah, so, like, in France, they've banned mm. the burqa, so women aren't allowed to wear, um, their, like, the traditional Muslim attire. Yeah. But I guess, from the government sense, they think you're an oppressed woman, like, we must free you yeah. from the giving you the tools. Of the yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. that Western <laughs> yeah. view of not really understanding yeah. the meaning of things, or but alluding a particular yeah. concept yeah. to it. I actually don't agree with that. Yeah. I think it should be a personal choice yeah. because that's even more oppressive yeah. to a woman who actually wants to wear and it. You don't know what it means me to her. That mm. I have to take this off. And yeah. You are associating a religion with oppression because you yeah. think they've mm. like condoned mm. or like... Just generalizing the whole yeah, yeah. them like all women are forced to wear burqas. Yeah. You know, they're these little suppressed mm. you don't know how they're fighting this patriarchy in their own way. Yeah. I'd rather give them the tools to do what it is that they feel may yeah. feel like they're yeah. oppressed yeah. with. If and they don't feel oppressed, that's not the right tool. You haven't at given all. Them the right and tool. this goes back to what I said about lack of information. Mm. That's just a generalization. Has anyone even bothered to like speak, mm. do it poor? Of all do the laws I could have made the, exactly. to help them. And has anyone asked them, like any Muslim woman, like, what do you think of the, Or did you just yeah. assume for them that this yeah. is what they that don't want? This is want. what they don't want, mm. exactly. 
Um, yeah. That's probably why like your charity is so powerful and probably need more charities that are kind of mm -hmm. listening and just kind of yeah. giving the tools where it matters. Yeah, we change what we do all the time. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, what we've done now is we've just kind of stopped accepting new people onto the program and we're focusing on the two girls that we do have. It takes a lot to actually like sponsor someone and pay their fees mm -hmm. and help them in their personal lives, issues with their family. Because some of the problems that we have is, you know, these families, they don't understand the value of education because they're not seeing the benefits immediately. Mm. They would rather have their daughters like selling sweets and stuff. And so we, we have to educate the parents mm. and the dads. I've actually spent time speaking to some of their moms to be like, you need to let this girl go to school. Yeah. You, you're looking at me. Do you know how I got to where I got to? It's mm. because I had an education. Yes, in the short term, you may not make money from it. But when she gets a good job, your whole life will totally yeah. change. So that takes a lot of personal mm. investment. And I think sometimes it's easy to just throw money at the problem and like leave it. But actual, actually the educational process is what actually changes people's minds because when she has a child, she'll, she'll remember that. Mm. You know, her mom's not going to forget that conversation because when she graduates from Harvard, touch wood, and she gets this amazing job and mom has an opportunity maybe to move to the States or whatever, she'll remember yeah. that, you know, and that's kind of how change happens. Yes, it's slow. Yes, it's not particularly, you know, efficient, but it's working and yeah. we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you say like it's not efficient, but then if you were taking on more girls then you probably wouldn't be able to give like, their families the same amount of time a day and yeah. then, then you wouldn't be as efficient for the other girls. So it probably is like, although it's just on a small scale, yeah. more people should be doing things like that. Yeah, everybody can do something on a small scale. It doesn't, yeah. take, it doesn't actually take very much. Mm -hmm. And I think because we, and also it depends on your intention, right? If the intention is to win accolades and be mm -hmm. huge and whatever, like... Yeah, yeah. You, it's not yeah, making an it's impact. Not making an impact. Yeah. That's what I found. Like, and even in studying politics, one of the biggest things that I learned was I started to become very, very skeptical about world organizations, big organizations, mm. because if you look at them, they're actually all the same. Yeah. Once they become publicly listed companies and they have shareholders, whose who's yeah. inten who's intentions are they working towards? Yeah. I found that what was more powerful was the smaller scale stuff that happened. I definitely agree um, with that. Yeah. And also people from countries taking ownership mm. about what needs to be happening. Yeah. You know, no offense. There's no, there's no, there's no, what value is like a bunch of white people going to try to impact Nigeria? Yeah. It's not on them. Their country's working. It's on me. Yeah. No, I definitely agree because with I that. get it. It's where I grew up. I understand it. And now that I've, you know, been able to move or whatever and have an impact, it's on me to go back and try to do something different. And I don't think throwing money at like a country helps. Like no. his aid, dead his aid, this. It's just Moyo. Like, yeah, great book. It's going <laughs> <laughs> great, <laughs> great book. <laughs> it's just getting like buried into the ground. That yeah. money's going nowhere. Like you're not. There's a. I think, like you said, people see it as a short term. Like we've, everyone, let's raise money for comic relief or whatever. There's so yeah. many charities, and yeah. like, let's see these millions of pounds go to another country. Firstly, patronising, and secondly, <laughs> it's like fine in the short term. It's helped. Like you've bought mosquito nets, you've bought this, you've bought that. But yeah. in the long term, what have you? I I need to see a report of like 20 years, 30 years, where yeah. these people have got to afterwards. But you're just yeah. showing in that little clip they show you mm. on TV. It's like yeah. So we. You know, the malaria is gone now. We've yeah. wiped the flies from his face and mm, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, he's all happy and healthy. But, yeah. okay, so you left him in that little village and then you just took your camera equipment with you and yeah. you'd never see them again. In the community that one of the girls that we um, sponsor actually lives in, if you come there with cameras, the kids go like that. They don't want people taking pictures of them anymore. Because they say people come there, take pictures um, and leave. leave. I'm not a souvenir like, yeah. for you to take pictures with me and yeah. then bye, I'm on your Instagram yeah, without exactly. any permission. What is your charity called? It's called Teacher Girl Nigeria, mm -hmm. Teacher Girl NG on Instagram. And actually, <laughs> the team is some of the girls that are, some of my friends that are in the mm. community. We've got a lawyer, so she mm. does the legal stuff. Yeah. I kind of run it because I, I came up with the idea. Um, we've got someone who's in marketing, so she does some of them. So it's just bringing everyone's skills to Leveraging like, focus on. them, yeah. Exactly. That's so exactly. powerful. So you have a blog called 3D Living Movement. Yeah. And it's about different dimensions of your life yeah. and maximizing it. Yeah. So do you want to elaborate a bit more on it and tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, sure. So for me, if I think about what my purpose in life is, this is actually it. Mm. Like helping people understand that life doesn't have to just be boring, dreary. You can actually live a very full life that you create by yourself. 
So I, I was talking to you guys earlier in the break about how I moved to Paris when I was 19 and I lived there for a year. There was this amazing year of just yeah. understanding myself, etc. Parisian goddess. very jealous. So I went from that high to starting working in finance. I was like, I don't know, 21 or so. And I, you know when you've like gotten good grades at school, you've pick, got, got good grades at uni, you've picked the, gotten to the right job and then the script is over in terms of what's next yeah. in life. Oh, God, and yeah. you're like there, confused. Okay, what do I do? Blah, blah, blah. You're in this job, you're doing it, and you're like, literally all I'm doing is sleeping, going to work, coming home, sleeping, going to work, coming home. Mm. I cannot imagine doing this for 40 years. <laughs> These days, that we we're going to be working till we're 70. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like having like a <laughs> millennial crisis, which is why I call it on my blog. But then I, was, I just had this like aha moment where it's like, actually, what if I had to think of a formula, because I'm a very, like, I like to, like, have a plan mm. and a structure on everything. Why don't we have a plan and structure around our lives? So I came up with this com concept of 3D living, which is, like, life doesn't have to be two-dimensional. It can be three-dimensional, i.e. more vibrant, more full. If you think about it in three different pillars or dimensions, so one is your earning dimension. To live life, you need to earn money, right? Mm, yeah. Um, the other is your dreaming dimension. So what is unique to you that you bring to the world that you can invest your time in? And then the other is your sharing dimension. You need to be giving back in some way, shape or form. So, and I looked at like very successful people. They all had those three things going on mm. in different ways, shapes or forms. They were making money. Yes. But then they were also like, like leveraging their natural gifts and talents to add value to the world through their dreaming dimension. And then they were also giving back. It was helping people. So I was like, okay, what are my three dimensions? I'm earning. Yes, that's good. I've got this job. Okay, great. Dreaming dimension. I'm not really doing anything. Then I was like, actually, this, this framework that I've come up with, I can actually share it in a blog yeah. and have like workshops to teach people how to think, how to think about their dimensions, et cetera. And I've really enjoyed doing that. And then sharing, I've got my charity. Well, that's, that's me li living it out in three pillars. I always use my sister as an example. She's a pastry chef. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. She's a pastry chef. My dream job. Her passion life. is creativity she's very creative she loves to bake etc so she's made her pastry stuff into a business that's her earning and her dreaming dimension in mm. one and then she runs the charity with me which is the sharing oprah she lives everything through her network yeah. she's earning money from it she's adding value to the world it's clearly her passion and like her purpose in on earth is to inspire people you know and it's it's helping people out mm. so if everything you do it's not about having three separate pillars so they're not it's just about having exclusive. a mindset yeah. around like what does my life need to consist of to give me that sense of purpose and fulfillment mm. and it changes you have to be very flexible they ebbs and flows ideally i wouldn't want to have all my dimensions separately i would want this like 3d living movement to become like massive something i can earn from you know something that helps people hopefully mm. it's helped you and you know something that is my purpose so it's yeah. just a different way of thinking about things. And is I've there seen a hierarchy. No, there isn't. Different things take priority at different points in time. Okay. So if you've got no money, I mean you can't really <laughs> invest in your purpose. So I think early on, maybe that's what you focus on. But once you get to a point where like what you're doing is making money or whatever, you can start to sort of deep reprioritize it. Yeah. In this whole season of getting married and starting a new life, I've not spent that much time, if any at all, on my charity. But that's why I don't do it alone. Mm -hmm. So someone else can pick up the slack. Yeah. You know, yeah. so there's no sort of hierarchy, but you just need to be mindful that there needs to be at least an element of them. And I think really for our generation, the dimension that's missing the most is the sharing piece. Yeah. But too selfish. Which and we're wondering, oh why am I not happy when I'm unhappy? Because you're only focusing on you. Yeah. You invest so much time in yourself, you get your educated, etc. There needs to be an in and an out, mm -hmm. you know? So there needs to be that outlet of like sort of giving back mm -hmm. or doing something like what you're doing now. It is giving back. You're investing your time in creating what you think is good mm -hmm. content for people to listen to, yeah. you know? Yes, for it's free. That you're enjoying. <laughs> well, there we are. <laughs> there we are. So it's just like that sharing dimension. And people always think, oh, it needs to be a charity. Not necessarily. You can be a good friend who's a shoulder to cry on for many people. Yeah. You can decide, okay, I'm going to host a dinner for my friends. I'm not going to charge them anything just so they can come and just enjoy good wine, good food yeah. once a month, once a, once a year. I don't know. You know, it doesn't have to be a big charity yeah. initiative that's obviously overwhelming to even think of starting. Yeah. Just bearing in mind, like, am I actually like adding value to people around me or am I too full of self? Mm. You know, so it's a good way to think about life. And I've had, I've done a workshop for, um, you know, for the, I think it was it the UN, the UN wow. Women's Initiative in Liverpool. I went, I did a workshop for like female um, entrepreneurs and it was amazing. This was like, this is the first time I did one for, 
a group of older women. These are women in their 40s, 50s. I still get messages from them saying, mm. I can't believe I did. I wish I knew this when I was 18. It would have helped mm. me so much more to think about my life. Because, you know, as women, we like to think, oh, I'm selfish. I, I, I don't want to be selfish. I need to, like, you know, give everything I have to my family. No. Mm. What is your dreaming dimension? For mm. most of them, that was where they just had... They had not even given it any thought. Yeah, I was thinking that, like, how... That's the one that's sort of a bit mysterious. Like, it how is. do you discover? The, but what, it's fun that it's mysterious because mm. it's a, it's an ongoing journey to figure okay, it out. Okay, so it changes. I don't time. even know. I don't even know. I mean, I know it's something to do with speaking and inspiring mm. people. Mm. Everyone who meets me says that, mm. but I don't know what it's going to look like in ten years. Yeah. But at least I know that. Okay, this is this this is what's unique to me. Mm. You know, and this heart for women and gathering people and you know all of that. It's very intangible, but. Luckily, I'm still alive and I have time to like figure it out and grow yeah. in it. In the meantime, what am I going to do? I'm going to continue to work hard and earn money and I'm going to continue to run my charity and do other and things share. that I think like. I guess share. it makes you much more intentional about what you do, what yeah. do you want to be known for, what yeah. do you want kind of your personal brand. Like, it all kind of links like yeah. what is important to you and yeah. then ch- channel that into the, into the f- yeah. free strands. Yeah. At the end of my workshop, I always ask people to write. Um, where they want to, where they see themselves in, in five years, 10 years, so many people end up in tears. Because they don't know? Or... No, because they're, they're surprised by what they're writing oh, down. Really? And they're surprised about how little what they're doing now has anything to do with do what they actually want to do. Is it down like the line. where you want to be? Or where, where you, you want you... to be. Okay. So and the, well, if, if I take it a step further, what I sometimes say is someone is introducing you to come on a panel or give a speech or give a talk. What are they saying in the when they're reading your bio? What are you saying when I'm reading mine? If I'm mine, asking you, yeah. If you're asking me, oh, is married with two children. She runs 3D 3D Living Movements, which is a global movement with offices in London, in New York, in Lagos. Yeah. I mean, who knows if this is gonna happen? ACAW has become a global movement where there's like kind of tools for people to run their own conversations mm-hmm. without me even being there. I don't know if this will happen or not. But when Speaking I think about it, it makes existence. me happy. Yeah. Okay. It makes me happy. And it's like, it's okay, exciting. if I want this to happen, then what do I need to do now? Well, I need to invest more in my tools for my 3D stuff, make sure my blog is on point. I need to continue ACAW, have these conversations. Who knows where it will mm. be? But at least I have an idea yeah. of where I'm going. To even be able know? to say... This is what I'm going to be doing. Bob yeah. is so powerful. Yeah, like, it is. I'd hear when you say that, just yeah. saying, like, Whoa. Yeah. I've never thought about that myself. Like, where? Well, you, you, you have what, to, you what have what to put want. it all together. Mm. You've been like, oh, that, that would be nice. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and maybe you don't, nice. you don't even really believe it, right? But mm. the more you say it, the more you actually I need will. to come to one of your workshops. <laughs> When's, When's the next, the next one? one? <laughs> Seriously. I'm <laughs> 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 not joking. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure it all out after like the wedding and stuff. I'm very distracted. Yeah, you are very busy, moment. to be fair. Yeah. But that's it. Like, and also for me... When I look back at my journals, I'm very big on journaling and writing things down, thoughts, dreams, etc. This seems to be a re- like recurring pattern. I can't tell you how many people have said this to us. Like, write things down. Your write thoughts, down. your feelings, your reflections. Write when them am I down. Gonna I think sometimes I think, like, you don't have thoughts or feelings, but maybe when you put pen to paper, you do have You thoughts. do have thoughts and feelings. Yeah. I wish I brought my journal. I usually carry it around with me. Not everywhere, but I just have, like, I love nice notebooks and stationery because mm. that also Same. inspires you to, like, write <laughs> stuff down. But actually, a lot of stuff that I'm experiencing now in my life, I already wrote it down. Yeah. I already wrote it down. I'll actually tell you something really funny. My husband doesn't journal, but he he has ideas and thoughts about, like, you know, where he wants his life to be, etc. And he said that, like, he had a very strict, like, criteria for who he wanted to end up with. Someone who went to public school. Mm. Someone who speaks French. Someone who's lived in a different country. Someone who is light-skinned. Like, it's, it's, in, it's, it's insane. But he said he thought about that when he was young, and he was like, yeah, and he wants to be married when he's 30. Well, all of that is happening. Yeah. Right wow. Not because he was, like, looking for it, but even just, like... Maybe it wasn't a blind date. <laughs> 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 he did go on the Facebook page and say, yeah, yeah. yeah. she walks in there. <laughs> but even that kind of... It's such a powerful thing. Yeah. Of, like... And I remember, like, I looked at my journal, like, a couple of... A couple of weeks ago, and I said something about, wouldn't it be nice to have a community of women who come together and talk about important issues? Maybe I'll do this, maybe I won't. Literally a passing thought. Didn't go back to the journal. Yeah. It's happening now, and I'm just kind of flicking it. I'm like, yeah. oh. It did happen. It did yeah. happen, you know? So you, you never know. But you won't be able to track these things, because we have a lot of thoughts as mm. humans. So writing them down is so key. 
Because when you look back, you'll be so surprised. When did you start fun. journaling? Yeah, like, I think I've kind of always somewhere. done it. I started doing it, you know, when you have your teenage years and you're very, like, emotional and, like, yeah. crazy, to be honest. <laughs> Emma didn't talk to me today and exactly. I'm really upset. I hate my parents. <laughs> Everyone is mean. I started doing it then, but I started doing it more intentionally, I think about three or four years ago, when I was like, okay, I need to actually. And I have, I actually have loads, I have all my journals. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. I think when you come out of um, like university or studying or whatever, that's when it is even more important to kind of because you're entering kind of womanhood. Yeah, and it's like and also there's no structure, there's at no that structure point anymore. Yeah. So you're kind of it's 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 a bit crazy the way the world is structured. Mm. Like you're in such a structured like life, and then you're like I don't know twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, finishing uni, and it's there's no structure. It's like mm. oh, find a job. Once you found the job, it's like okay. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Done. Yeah. The world yeah. has kind of ended in terms of the manual. Mm. That's when you need to be very mindful about what you're feeding your mind, your identity, mm. your journaling, your thoughts, your vision, etc. Because mm. you're very impressionable at that point. So um, what was the Instagram again? Just... Um is it got a social media or what website? For, t- for, it, um, for my blog? Yeah. It's just my name, shayonowl.com. And there's content on that. Exactly. Okay, you good. can see videos. You can see like, you know, if, if, if there's ever going to be another workshop, there will. It'll be, it'll <laughs> yeah. be on there as well. You're accountable. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm accountable. Yeah. Gosh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, it's just my name's, my name, um, dot com, and then you'll be able to find everything. And then just following me on Instagram, I'm always like, Posting different yeah. things. Mm. Right now, it's spamming from my wedding, but... Mm. When's the next event be. for um, a conversation about womanhood? We just booked it today. It's the 7th of September. Woo! It's actually going to be a little bit different. We're going to be talking about men. Oh, and I'm going to okay. be bringing men the M word. on the panel. Ooh. Oh, no way! I am. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the season for it. <laughs> I think it's the season for it. So, yeah, it's going to be oh, a bit wow. different. Oh, wow. It's a big one. Everyone's like, ooh. Can you give us any teasers about... No, I, I, it doesn't... I don't really... I, I just get, like, the inspiration and then it kind of... Go I don't it. really have a way. Yeah. Um, but, but what I would say is I don't strive in it. If I don't have an idea, I just won't do an event. Okay, fair. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, like, deadlines. Yeah. or. Stri- I think that kind of puts too much pressure, pressure on it. Yeah. And it stops being, like, organic. If you tell no my words, university no that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put deadlines on me. I work in an organic way. Yeah, well, when the idea strikes the me. The thing is, when you leave uni, well, you can do whatever you want. I don't want to write anymore. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only writing because you're forcing me to. Um, and where can people find um, your, um, the group? Oh, ACAW. So if yeah. you go to ACONF. A W H O O D, so a conv womanhood, mm. woman conv? Shorten. Yeah, um, that's our social media. So you'll okay, find cool. like everything, and it's actually run by a really, really amazing girl. Mm. The content is quite good. If the I say so myself, the content is really good. It's, it's all really like cool. branded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She does an amazing job. This is the other thing. Like, you don't have to do everything yourself. Mm. I'm not that. I mean, I like Instagram, but I'm not creative. <laughs> I don't know about all these memes and things. <laughs> so I just like okay. found someone. She actually asked me. She's like, "Well, how can I help you?" And I was like, "Actually." Do you just do social media? Mm. She's like, oh, I'm not sure. I was like, you can do it. I trust you fully. <laughs> and I didn't say to her, like, post on this day. I was like, if you're giving someone a task to do, fully empower them and lead them to it. Yeah. You know, encourage them. I always told her everything was amazing. Blah, blah, blah. I never really, crit- I mean, there was nothing to critique, right? Mm. It's just cute pictures of girls. But like, <laughs> I fully like gave her ownership of it. And now she's running it and mm. it's, it's good. So that's where you can find us. Do you have any like personal things coming up in terms of like, not personal life, but like, professional speaking events or are you doing any more not podcasts? not at the moment i am thinking of doing a podcast just mm. because Eve, like shedzi who yeah. introduced me to you guys she's been talking about doing a podcast she's mm. like your voice is so good for a podcast we told you this <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am thinking of maybe doing some of that but then i, I also want to get back to doing my workshops yeah so there'll be two or three okay. before the end of the year and then acaw and then okay good so we'll we can expect we a few more a few more yes so now on to our tea break section, yeah. where our guests will talk about um, something that inspires them, mm. something that's impacted them or moved them in some way. Yeah. So um, I was actually thinking about this in the car ride over he- on the way here, and I was like, oh, what do I pick? But something actually happened to me recently. So at my wedding, it was a massive Nigerian wedding, mm-hmm. very dramatic, all the outfits, <laughs> mm-hmm. lights, blah, blah, blah. But then a girl came up to me. She was about to leave the wedding. And she was like, I'm so happy for you. 
thank you so much for, you know, impacting my life in such a positive way. I remember when, you know, I started coming over to your house for dinner, etc. And we would talk about the kind of guy we wanted to end up with. <laughs> it's so nice to see you here now. Thank you so much for everything. That you've done. And she actually burst into tears. Wow. This was like a cute little moment, just like one minute in the midst of like a massive crowd. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, let me never stop doing what I do. Mm. Because it's for moments like this and it's for girls like this. And she said, you know, you've, you've literally changed my life. Wow. And she's like, I appreciate you. Thank you. She gave me a massive hug and she was on her way. Natasha, if you listen to this, I'm talking about you. Love. <laughs> um, but something like that. She doesn't know what it meant to me, mm. but it meant a lot. Yeah. You know, so even in like my, you know, madness, like tipsiness, mm. I remembered that. And mm. I was like, wow. And you don't expect someone at your wedding to be no. saying thank you. Normally the people are saying thank you for coming. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, thank you for coming. Oh, I love you so much. And so that you changed see. her life. Yeah, I think so that's, if someone life. ever and says that to me, I'll know I've made it. You know, so so it was so every time someone tells me I've impacted them, especially when I'm not trying to, mm. it really, really it really inspires me to even just do mm. a lot more. And it's because a lot of what you do has been organic. You haven't yeah. really I must inspire five people today. No. Like it's and been I think like, that's again that's another problem with our generation. Mm. Everybody wants to be an inspirational star, whatever. Mm. Whereas you're probably neglecting an area where you would probably be a little bit mm. more useful. You know, it's literally not, it's not for everyone. Just do what is natural to you yeah. and you'll be fine. Oh, amazing. You'll be fine. I always thought I was going to be a fashion designer. Oh, yeah. I was a fashion designer, oh. but I can't sew. Well, you are looking very fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> I just like good clothes. I can't sew or cut. So imagine if I invested all of my time in being a fashion designer yeah. and I wasn't doing what, I, what it is that I'm doing now, it would, there would be a gap. Yeah. Right, so make sure there's no gaps, guys. Yeah. Hashtag Do what living movement. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> know your dimensions. Exactly. Yeah. Know who you are, your yeah. identity, and that you are beautiful oh. and worthy and worth time. Oh, and God. You know, because that, that's what I don't think people that know that. Is beautiful. You know, everyone's like, oh, but it's like, you are worth time and mm. energy. So just focus on, on yourself. Mm. And I definitely think people need to hear that at all ages especially young women as well like yeah you're enough yeah just one word how are you doing how's mm. your soul people mm. burst into tears on you. <laughs> literally I feel tearful <laughs> just listening to you how's your soul how is your soul I haven't heard it's that a better question. question than how are you how are you I'm fine everybody knows the answer how is your soul how are you really doing I'm struggling <laughs> I don't know literally come close and we can actually have a conversation you know, you won't you won't forget it. Mm. I'm gonna ask people, my friends that next pe- time. People don't people don't talk about that. How's your soul? How's your soul doing? No, today? but seriously, because I'm fine. But how yeah. am I actually, actually doing? Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah, it's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go into bed and like tuck up and just think. I'm like, I get it. I need to buy a journal. And just think, how is my soul today? Yeah, how am I doing? <laughs> Mine's really good now that I've had this conversation okay. with you. Yeah. I feel a lot, I feel motivated. Yeah, like, good. I feel like I need to start thinking about my three dimensions in life. Like, yeah. what's my dream? What's my purpose? What yeah. is, what, who and it helps you define why you do what you yeah. do. That's why Oprah was, was saying, she was saying she'd done her show for 25 years, mm. but she knew there was more. Mm. People were like, oh, but it's going so well. Why don't you just stay in it? She's like, no, because I know what my purpose is, is to impact millions mm. yes this show is great but i need a network mm. no one else got it but she did because she knew what she wanted to do queen so many you people know? have said oprah is inspiring to them mm. and like, oh god she's she's her michelle obama yeah um kesha don't ask me why kesha? i just love her music As and i think she's tiktok <laughs> on the clock yeah, I love her. I love Kesha. I love her. I love her. Everyone finds it so bizarre. It's so yeah, so I, love her. I think she's so vulnerable. She, yeah. She's so yeah. awesome. She she's has so a honest. good heart. She's yeah. so honest. And, oh, she's just, Wake up she in just the morning needs feeling the right, like P. Diddy. She needs the right energy and, you know, environment. But she's lovely. And who else? My mum, my grandma. Yeah. She's lovely. I know. A lovely she's girl. Lovely. Be yeah. like Kesha. I love her. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> Alongside Oprah and yeah. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, Kesha. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like maybe it's someone I haven't heard yeah. of, like an author. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought you realized. I say that a lot to just throw people off. Yeah. yeah. But it's true though. I, I watched her reality show and everything. Oh, she she had a reality show? show. Yeah. You should watch it. It's pretty What's good. What's it called? Life in, like, my crazy life. My crazy beautiful life. Oh, it was on yeah. MTV? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. 
I've got one last question for you. Okay. So you know you host these fabulous dinner parties, getting yes. everyone together. Who would you bring to your dinner party table? Ooh, someone actually asking this recently. Dead or alive. Really? Yeah, goes, yeah so, dead or alive. Okay, I will definitely bring Michelle Obama and Barack. Mm. Oh, both of them. Yeah. Both of them. The both Obama of them. I think the, com- the combination of them. We'll let you have Kesha. There's something by the way. quite. Yeah, Kesha is definitely going to be one of them. <laughs> I will bring Pete from Fallout Boy. Huh? Yeah, I love that boy. No, but we're all straight to like. I feel he's really creative, and he wrote some killer. Yeah, he. Songs. Yeah, I, I read the other day that he was like quite the songwriter. He's a great songwriter, yeah. and you know the things. So he's he the entertainment about, at the. Oh, he's going to be the entertainment. Okay. Let me think if I'll bring anyone else. Mm. I'll let you have as many as you want. Actually, we'll, we'll limit us ten. Ten. ten? No, oh six. my gosh! What kind of table has ten? Oh uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, I guess it's quite a big table. Yeah, but God, because the Obamas are there, I've got to be a bit careful now, haven't I? No. I'll bring <laughs> Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love her. Yeah. Have you More seen the musical? God, no. she's amazing. Yeah, I've story seen that. and Is everything. It good? It's amazing. Oh, okay, good. Amazing. I'll bring Tina Turner. I'll bring my sister. Mm. I think she's quite funny. She'll bring a bit of good energy to and it. pastries. Some yeah. banter. <laughs> good pastries. Won't have to pay for the dessert. Um, who else will I bring? I think that I think that will kind group. of be it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll bring my great grandfather because mm. I I never got to meet him, but he was like a massive like political figure in Nigeria oh, really? and okay. stuff. And so like it would be nice to hear his words from him, not from his books. Yeah. Because I think is we had it quite a lot in like, common. Kind of where you get kind of your political. I think and, like, I think it is. I think it, I think from. it's in the blood. Yeah. You'd have a lot yeah. to talk about. Yeah. 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 A lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Mm. This is a good group. Yeah. Don't ask me what her mind is. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Like I think I've got some, some yeah. random people. I've got Kesha, I've got yeah. Pete They can hang out. Then yeah. you've got the political ones. They can hang out. And the rest but of us can just like And they could all mix to share. Mm. Exactly. And Imagine build a community. Yeah. Imagine like them answering the question, how is your soul? Yeah. God. Uh, wow. I kind of want Malia to be there. I want to speak to her. Like, Who? Uh, Obama. Yeah. Oh, the daughter. Yeah. 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 Oh, she seems really cool. She seems cool. Yeah. yeah. We could hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With her yeah, English if you're listening, <laughs> reach out. <laughs> no, it is sugar podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Honestly, though, thank you so much for coming. No, this conversation has been so insightful, much. inspiring, motivating. <laughs> yeah, I feel very like deep. Good. Yeah. And it's taught me to be like intentional. Mm. Yeah. I think the the series of podcasts that we've done has just taught me like mm. you need to be intentional with everything. Mm. You can't just like go through life. Yeah. Well, you can go through life like the motion. It just won't be as. Fun it won't be as fulfilling. Yeah. Or as fulfilling. Mm. Yeah. 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 So again, where can people find you? Where can people find um, the group, the blog? Best way to find me is follow me on Instagram at Sharon Owl. You'll find everything we'll put it in, from yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Deets, but Perfect. yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, thank Sheon, for joining us. Thank you so much. Um, let us know what inspires you as well. We're growing and, and learning and get in touch. And journaling. And journaling. <laughs> <laughs> and writing and thinking. Know <laughs> 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 the podcast at gmail.com and like and subscribe on all the channels that we decide to post this on. And Instagram. Yeah. Sugar podcast. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.